Mr. Mayor, today, uh, Kelly Roden, principal of Nevada Union High School, announced uh, this morning, actually, that Nevada Union High School would be closed today due to teacher absences. Could you tell me a bit more about the situation? So I, I will start with saying that this is not an organized action, that this is individual teachers expressing their frustration with how the decision went down with the board on Tuesday. We have an MOU with them that says we will, our district will make decisions about COVID protocols based on public health and safety guidelines. And they just violated the entire collective bargaining process in doing that. So that's what this is about. This is not about masking itself. This is not about even COVID protocols overall, but this is about the collective bargaining process and honoring our contract and collective agreements. How did this come about? Was this was this something that teachers, although not official, talked about? Or could you give me more information about that? Well, the message that I have heard loud and clear from members is that the board's action to decide not to enforce the state mandate puts teachers in an impossible position where we are left to either defy our district, our boss, or defy the law, which puts our credentials at risk. Our credentials are given by the state and are contingent on us upholding the law. Now, could you talk about what the enforcement mechanism for something like that would be? If the state were to decide that teachers are in violation and therefore, you know, take steps to take credentials away, how how would that work? What would that look like? And has that ever happened in your knowledge? The way it was explained to me, and this is coming from the California Department of Public Health, is that teachers are responsible for doing that, for upholding the law like that. And our our credential is on the line. So if we receive complaints that we don't do that, then they can take away our, our license, our ability to do our job. It was also explained to me that we could be liable for civil suits because of our not enforcing the law, if something happens under our care to these students, then we are thereby liable for that. District Superintendent Brett McFadden has said that refusal to comply to the mandate by students and parents and the lack of a mechanism to enforce the mandate has become, quote, untenable. What are your thoughts about that statement? Um, I don't think it is our job to decide how it is enforced, but we do need support from the district to say that we will enforce the law because we are liable for it. And in that scenario, how would the Teachers Association fit into it? If the teachers that are currently not teaching for these reasons that we've just covered, how would the Teachers Association respond? I'm sorry, respond to what? Should the state contact one or all of these teachers for not upholding mask protocols, how would the Teachers Association respond? Are there steps in place to respond to something like that? Because this has been kind of a movement by school districts to preempt the state law, we've been promised by CTA Legal that we would be represented, but we don't want to risk it. We don't want to put our jobs and safety of our students at risk by not following the guidance of public health experts. Now, you've said that the teachers are upset about 
what they see as a violation of their of contract and the collective bargaining process. Could you elaborate on that, please? Sure. Um, so some of the terms of our contract and of this MOU are that when the state revises those guidelines, we will meet. I'm sorry, can I interrupt? Yeah. Could you, instead of saying MOU, could you declare what that is? A lot of our listeners won't know what that is. And I do apologize for interrupting. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, so an MOU is sort of a temporary contract. Um, it's meant to expire at a certain date. So we have an MOU about COVID protocols that we thought, you know, we had ended in June and we had to revisit that this year. So part of that contract, and it is a legal contract, is agreed to by both sides. And we, we construct those terms in a collective bargaining process. So the terms of the contract are very clear by design. And for this one in particular, that we will follow state and public health guidelines because they are the experts on that. We are not. So another provision of that is that when those guidelines change, we will renegotiate the terms of the contract. And the guidance from those organizations has not changed. The board choosing this unilaterally, um, teachers weren't consulted, public health wasn't consulted, you know, our one medical practitioner employed by the district wasn't consulted. Um, so, so this jumps that whole process of collective bargaining. I see. And, and you've said that this is not an official union action. Are there any plans being made to transition towards an official union action? Um, we are grieving this, which I guess, again, I should define as a union action where that's an official process to say, hey, you're not following the contract. This is what you need to do to fix it. We are talking with the district and hoping to involve the board in, in how we can come back together and fix that. Could you tell me approximately how many teachers are participating? Again, I understand that it's not an official action, but do you know about how many teachers are not in their classrooms as of today? Um, if I knew, I would tell you, and I don't. I'm sorry. Okay. And then as a follow-up, do you know how most of these teachers gave notice? Are they using sick days, or, or how, did that, how did that happen? Um, in the meeting just now with district and, and site administration, Kelly wrote and our principal said that there were multiple. Um, teachers have several different ways that they can take time off, so it's kind of all over the place, she said. I see. All right. I've been speaking with Nevada Joint Union High School Teachers Association President Eric Mayer. Mr. Mayer, thank you very much for speaking with us here at KVMR. Yeah, sure. Um, So I do want to make sure and add that we want to repair and restore the relationship with the board. We need that as an organization in this community. We have a duty to serve this community, and that requires repairing the, the trust that was broken. 